the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Priorities, priorities, priorities. What are your priorities? What really is important to you? Hey, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. It's the four o'clock hour. This is Friday. And my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. During the break, I've been watching the TV monitor up on the wall here in the broadcast studio. And they're in Iowa. And they're talking about the Iowa caucuses this coming Tuesday. It's going to be cold It's going to be brutally cold. It's going to be snowy. They could have blizzards. And yet, they interviewed person after person after person. Well, of course I'm going to vote. Of course I'm going to vote. And then they showed all of these people out knocking on doors, going door to door. It's just a few days before the caucus. We've got to tell people about our candidate, DeSantis, Haley, Trump. Ramaswamy, you know, and all of these people in, well, isn't cold? Doesn't that, no, we've got a cause. We have a purpose. Of course it's cold, but this is important. (laughs) Think about the phony excuses so many of us use not to go to church. Uh, I don't know, it was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Turned on the TV uh, I don't, I think maybe it was a Sunday afternoon. It was football. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it was the NFL. I don't think it was college. Of course, I don't think it was college. And it was miserable. Sleet, freezing rain, high wind, cold, cold, cold. And that, you know, it was the NFL because that particular game was meaningless for the home team. For the visiting team, it was really important. But for the home team, it was absolutely unimportant. In fact, they didn't even play their first-string quarterback because they were in the playoffs. No matter what, the game was totally meaningless. The stands, the stadium, packed out. Absolutely full. People with parkas, raincoats, plastic over them, hats, you know, gloves, freezing. But they were there. They were there. Why? Because it's important. So um, just make sure that you often evaluate your priorities. Okay, now for me, I love football, but there is no way in the world, at least not now, there's no way in the world I would sit in a football stadium in freezing rain, sleet, 
high winds. Uh uh-uh. No, I don't care. I don't care if it was the Super Bowl. Now, that has changed. I re- oh, this has been, oh my goodness, this was at least 30 years ago. Someone gave me tickets to an Ohio State game. It was Ohio State and Purdue. All right? It wasn't really that important a game, but it was Buckeye football. And uh, back then, it was difficult to get football tickets. I don't know whether it is now or not. But anyway, the tickets were up in the next to the last row on the end of the stadium. I mean, way, 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 way next to the last row. row. Is that that's C deck, isn't it? All the, not only just in C deck, next to the last row up, and it was freezing rain and sleet. I was pastoring at the time. We had a guest speaker from Kansas City in town. I said, you want to go see a, Bu- a Buckeye football game? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's going to be bad. It's okay. And we sat there and froze to death and thought, isn't this fun? Boy, have I changed. <laughs> anyway, priorities. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get off on that. I've got an interesting story here from Wheaton College, and it's actually good news. It it really is. I'll get to that in just a moment. I haven't seen a lot of good news out of Wheaton recently. Maybe, maybe they have stopped that leftward lean, and maybe they're coming back. I certainly hope so. But it's Friday, and on Fridays, I always try to defer to the phones. So before we get to Wheaton or any other topic, we're going to head over to Springfield and talk to Ed. Ed, you're on the air. Welcome. Thanks for calling. Well, I heard this week that the governor of California is trying to put in rules to, to destroy the farming industry in California because it's going to hurt the atmosphere. And one of the things he's set aside is he's going to make sure that each animal has Excess space to move around in, which means uh, a cow probably needs something the size of a house, and that would destroy the meat industry. And I had made a sent a note off to our local Republicans to see if they can uh, come up with an idea of getting some people with uh, to transport that meat on refrigerated cars <laughs> out of the state. To say, I tell you, Ed, so, nothing, nothing would surprise me about Governor Newsom in California. Right, that's true. And when they believe that we evolved and we came from Mother Earth and that we have to take care of our mother, and if there is a choice to be made between humans and Mother Earth, Mother Earth is going to be chosen first. This is how wacky they are in their belief in evolution. And so they've got to protect the planet. And by the way, we should take care of the planet. We are stewards of God's creation. God gave it to us and told us to take good care of it. But uh, God gave everything on this earth for our benefit. He created it so we could enjoy it and use it, and it's not the other way around. But uh, So again, I, nothing would surprise me about California, my beloved home state, or Governor Newsom. Wouldn't surprise me at all. 
Yep, that's right. And uh, I I don't know where it's coming to, but uh, I sense that we're near the end when uh, the big guy comes down and takes care of us. Well, the Lord yeah. Jesus Christ could come back at any moment. And I yep. say this, and I kind of laugh when I say it, but I mean it as well. Tonight would be fine. Tonight would be fine. I do believe that Jesus is returning, and I believe we're getting closer. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate the call. Thanks for thanks for calling. Uh, it is Friday. We can talk about anything, including cows in California. Yeah, we could, uh, we could talk about anything you want to. Eight seven seven Bob Live. I always defer to the phones, but when we come back, uh, I'm encouraged about something out of Wheaton. I've been discouraged about Wheaton for quite some time, but uh, this is encouraging. I'll share it with you. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. Stay tuned. God's Word and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, whether you had this uh, cheer at your school, but when I was in high school, lean to the left, lean to the right, stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. I don't think they do that anymore, I don't think. But anyway... Uh, We see uh, schools, universities, lean to the left, lean to the right. Well, I don't know if they stand up or sit down, but we see denominations, churches beginning to lean a little bit to the left, just slightly. They compromise here, they compromise there, and then the lean becomes greater and greater. How many times have we seen this? A solid Bible-believing institution, and they begin the slide to the left, they begin the compromise, and then they just continue. It is rare. Once that slide begins, that the slide ends, or that they come back to real biblical orthodoxy. It's rare. It does happen. Uh, It certainly happened at the Southern Baptist Convention several years ago. Uh, Well, I've been watching Wheaton College. Uh, Joy was thinking about going to Wheaton College back in the day. And Wheaton College has such a wonderful history, a wonderful legacy, uh, all the way back to the days of Billy Graham and so forth. But for, I don't know, at least 10 years I've seen trouble here, trouble there. This faculty member, this professor who is leaning to the left and so on and so forth. And I've had real concern. Now, I've never seen Wheaton just abandon the faith, and I'm not trying to imply that. I'm just saying I've been concerned. Well, I read this today, and I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. One of the real battles on our Christian college and university campuses right now is this aspect of gender, sexuality, 
same-sex relationships. We know what's going on in the Catholic Church with the Pope, who has absolutely abandoned biblical truth. Yeah, it's true. The Pope has abandoned biblical truth and is leading the Catholic Church away from biblical truth concerning marriage, sexuality, gender, and so forth. It's sad. Well, this battle is occurring on college, Christian college campuses all across America. Same-sex advocates are coming onto these campuses, and in many cases, it is a planned, concerted effort. Uh, They come to the school, and uh, they are homosexual, same-sex attracted. They read in the student handbook, this is forbidden. The school stands on biblical principles on gender, sexuality, and so on, and so on, and so on. And they go ahead and sign the student handbook anyway, knowing that they will be violating it. And then, oh, halfway through their freshman year, or maybe part of the first part of the sophomore year, then they come out. And they say, you've got to accept me. You've got to accept my sexuality, or you're not Christian. You're not a follower of Jesus. You don't love me. Whoa, wait, whoa, 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 wait. You knew exactly where the school stood. So why are you there? Well, because uh, I wanted to be here, and uh, you know, this has happened over and over and over again. Some schools, some schools have capitulated and said, okay, well, we don't want to come across as being mean, and so they've capitulated. Well, that's the beginning of the end. Well, back to Wheaton. Wheaton has been under fire concerning their student handbook and preferred pronouns. Evidently, There have been some students on campus at Wheaton who said, uh, I don't want to be called he, I don't want to be called she, I want to be called Z, Zer, I want to be called they, or whatever, because I have preferred pronouns. And so Wheaton had to decide where they stand. Good for them. Here's the story. Wheaton College, a flagship evangelical school, recently updated its student and employee handbooks to restrict employees' ability to designate personal pronouns and to elaborate on the school's position on trans, non-binary students and faculty. I am quoting from the new student handbook at Wheaton College. Quote, The college does not permit the statement of preferred personal pronouns by employees when conducting college business, when on a platform where they are publicly identified as college employees, and or when using the college brand in print or digital media, except when employees are required to submit such pronouns when registering for a conference or for membership in a professional organization. Updates to the handbook, which were approved in October, shared with employees in December and with students in January, clarify that the college does not endorse the statement of preferred pronouns by employees or students of Wheaton. 
Uh, and then it goes on, uh, the biblical principles and theological convictions on gender and sexuality articulated in the college's statement of faith and community covenant have not changed. They have gone on record. We stand with the Bible on gender, sexuality, and no, no student, faculty member, staff member may use a preferred pronoun that is in, def, in that is different from the pronoun of their biological birth gender. Good. Now, are they going to get some heat from this? Oh, yeah. Even former students? Sure. Alumni? Sure. Uh, some of the news media going to rip them to shreds and call them wicked fundamentalists? Sure. Of course they're going to get heat. But, folks, listen. You folks know, and this has always been the case, every time I read through the New Testament, particularly the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, I am reminded Jesus warned his followers, if you follow me, you are going to be hated. If you follow me, you are going to be misunderstood. If you follow me, you may be killed. If you follow me, you will not be liked. Jesus warned the disciples repeatedly. If they hated me, they're going to hate you. The time will come that people in the culture and society will believe that they are doing the world a favor by killing you. Following Jesus does not assure you of being the most popular person in your community or even in your family. So, uh, I am grateful that Wheaton College has made a very clear statement that they still adhere to biblical truth on gender and sexuality issues. Good for them. All right, and good for you for listening today. If you want something you want to talk about, 877-BOB-LIVE. Stay tuned. We will return. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 